Everybody good? Oh, no. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 30. We've made it 30 episodes on the Life Short Live Free podcast. We've got a great podcast lined up for you today. Our experts today include myself, Sam, uh, Johnson's to my left over here, and Box down on the end. We don't have any experts here, Sam. I just want you to know that we are 15% of the way to having Keanu Reeves on this <laughs> show. What did I say, by episode 200? 200. Yeah. Yeah. It's gonna happen. Oh, I we man. got we got our um we got our intro to get into the celebrity game with Guy Fiero Fieri or whatever his name is. Yeah. So that's our that's our uh we got a we got an intro to get into that's our in. That. So it's gonna it's gonna happen, ladies and gentlemen. Um It's gonna be incredible. So yeah, it is it is Saturday uh, afternoon. I apologize if you can hear some mowing in the background. My neighbor uh decided once again to uh to mow, it's it's that wonderful time of year when uh, there's usually somebody around here mowing and, when we're doing the podcast. And to be to be honest, you only have like a six hour window to mow right now because it's seventy five and sunny and hundred percent humidity right now. But in six hours either direction of right now, it's raining. You know, like six hours ago, it was raining. Six hours from now, it will be raining. Well, they've been saying it's going to rain in Iowa for the last week, and it really, we've barely got any freaking rain. Oh, I've got like two and a half inches of rain. It's been overcast, but anyway. um, (laughs) Yeah, it is Saturday night. Like I said, he's mowing, so I apologize if there's any any background noise. I'll do my best to edit that out. Um, So, uh, yeah, how are you guys doing today? You guys have a good week? Everything good? I had a pretty darn good week. Uh, my Friday kind of sucked. I had like a a, a day-long brain fart on Friday. <laughs> you know, it was just one of those days where like you just, I woke up and I didn't quite feel right and it just, I never really fully recovered. Mm, yeah. I just had one of those days where I just, I didn't feel like I could get anything done. I just wasn't in the right space in my head. I don't know. It was weird. I just had a weird day. I had Friday. one of those days the other day, like. Um, I had a, a package get lost and it was like a $1,500 uh, Glock that I would be on the hook for if it didn't show up. Mm-hmm. And, um, this has gone on for a week and a half and the gun showed up on this particular day and, you know, it felt great. But even that, like I just had, there was something, I don't know, I was just negative all day long and even that didn't put me over the top. And finally about 6.30, I usually work until 8, 9, 10 o'clock at night and about 6.30, I'm just like, you know what? This. Yeah, I went. I'm out of here. Cracked it. No, I just went and cracked a beer and had myself a beer, and I felt better. Look at you that. Know? <laughs> the alcohol, the I cause of, and the solution to all of life's problems. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, and today my my today really freaking sucked. Um. Yeah. Um. I have been fighting a particular a particular gun in here that's been kicking my ass, and had it had it whooped had it whooped everything was good, and then uh, putting it back together and. Uh, had a major issue, we'll say, and we'll just leave it at that. <laughs> That's one of those that you're just like, in my younger days, I probably may have, might have put my fist through a wall on something like this. Take it easy, Kyle. Um, <laughs> but anymore, you know, you know, I, I, you know, what's gra- the point? You just, just go drink a monster and calm down. No, you just, <laughs> you just go for a little bit of a walk and come back and deal with the freaking problem. It sucks ass, but it is what it is. Yeah. Box, how you doing? You guys, have you guys ever been got that feeling like when you're so nervous that you almost 
feel sick. Yeah, like, like you get like the weird stomach yeah, bubbles. Yeah. And, That's yeah. kind of how I've felt this entire week. Really? Like it, it was got to the point where I was like, maybe I'm actually sick. Maybe I've got <laughs> something because I was really dragging. I didn't have any energy all week long. Yeah. Either, Do you have the COVID? Do you have a headache no. and a cough? No. It's pretty well gone at this point. Do you point. have bloody stools? <laughs> no. Thank you, WebMD. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm, I'm nervous. Why? Uh, well, I'm quitting my job. Huh? We're going to play, play like you guys don't know this. <laughs> no, these guys here know this. And the listeners do not know this. Well, you realize, you realize, Box, if you put this out there on the internet, there's no going back. I know. You can't not quit your I job know. after this is published. I'm aware. That's that's, it's kind, that's that's like motivation. For does your me. boss listen to this? That's good. <laughs> I already told my boss I'm quitting. Oh, did you? I didn't tell Sean. Sean doesn't know, but Drew does. Drew does. Yeah. yeah. I told him, hey, I'm taking vacation next week, and then I'm giving you my two weeks. <laughs> hey, so the perfect. day the day this is released will be the two week marker. Be, yeah, the day. So I you're gonna officially take, give you're gonna take weeks. your vacation, but then you'll go back to work for two weeks. You're not just gonna say fuck off and yeah. Correct. Oh man, okay. you should have gave your two weeks at the beginning of the vacation. That's really the trick. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I need a little bit more time. Yeah. Than that to get things. Okay. So what's what's sorted. what's the plan, box? Well, I'm uh kind of jumping off a cliff and uh Don't hoping do I that. sprout some wings <laughs> on the way down. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to be employed. I'm going to uh, try to do my own thing with ballistic imagery and hope it takes off. It's not gonna lie, it's kind of terrifying. It's exciting. Sam at probably kind of went through the same, the similar situation. He had a little bit more income I, at the point when he actually quit his full time job. But I have literally nothing <laughs> coming yeah. from this job at this point. I've made maybe two hundred dollars from this, yeah. like a, a year ago, maybe. Yeah, and I probably shouldn't even charge for that to be honest. And I've sold a couple prints to mom and her sister. But other than that, I've got really nothing. I did have a guy message me the other day after I posted that my la- that last picture on Facebook, though, asking mm-hmm. me how much I would charge for me to have a session with the AR-10 that he built. Just from I don't know, he must be a follower yeah, cool. of yours or Shyworks or something like that. Mm-hmm. So I didn't expect that. I didn't see him. He liked any of my pictures or anything like that. I never, never, I didn't recognize his name. He's like, hey, how much would you charge for that? Cool. Probably a little bit more expensive than he was expecting, but. Yeah, I didn't expect that. So yeah, who cool. knows what's going to happen? I mean, it's, I got a couple months worth of our, worth of money to yeah. live so, off so of. So this uh, this podcast is sponsored by Ballistic Imagery. Yeah, check them out at uh, Facebook dot com slash Ballistic Imagery as well as on Instagram. Yeah, it's uh, well, and that's the the cool thing is like it's scary, but at the same time it's exciting, right? Yeah, because you have yeah. you have so much cool shit in your head that you that you want to do and things that you're thinking about and can do and you know and it's it it gives you i think not being locked down with the job that you have now really gives you the opportunity to explore a lot more with with your photography that's kind of how it's been for years and years now is it was i realized hey body work isn't going to be my thing obviously i'm so since like i don't know five six years ago probably when I was working at Hagen's, I guess, with Sam, was when I realized, oh, this isn't going to be what I'm going to be doing for the rest of my life. And I started looking for a way out. And then I started making holsters. And I thought, oh, this might be my way out. But that obviously wasn't it. And then I found photography. And that's really. And I was like, this is a whole different feeling. Yeah. And I'm like, this 
might actually be my way out. But yeah. I don't know. It's scary. But what the hell? If I fail, I live in mom's dad, mom and dad's basement for a couple <laughs> yeah, months while right. I find another job. And yeah, I mean, I don't have a family, so eh. yeah, family yeah. I mean, to take care of rather. Right, and that's and that's the good thing, I guess. On at least for you, is that you don't have, you know, you don't have a whole ton of responsibility. Yeah, that you ha- that you have to super worry about. So that's that's a good thing to to explore something different and try and find something that you really want to do versus just doing something for a job. You know, yeah, that's cool. gonna be hard paying for the coke habit though. <laughs> D- well, isn't you that know, like don't artists have like coke habits and stuff? Well, you know? <laughs> you know, there's ways around that. You know, twenty bucks is twenty bucks. <laughs> I mean, like I was gonna I say that, but then I realized that it was me that we were talking about, and I'm like, I better not say that. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, this like I said, this episode is sponsored by Ballistic Imagery. Go check him out. Um, and, you know, putting out putting out some cool shit, and I'll do Facebook, be doing some Instagram, cool stuff all in there. that cool. I'll stuff. I'll do pretty much anything for you at whoa, this point. Whoa, whoa. Not that kind of stuff. <laughs> anything photography, videography involved, I'll probably do it. Of course, I'm not going to go shoot your wedding. You don't want that. That'd be a disaster. Yep. What about uh, pornos? Um, <laughs> <laughs> not right now, but depending on how desperate he gets yeah, in the in future, a month, we'll in a month when I'm living in my go. parents' basement, maybe yeah. you know. I mean, hey, <laughs> I'll star in one. I, <laughs> I seen this. Uh, I seen this uh, video the other day, and I'm hoping I recall this right. But it's this. It's this girl. She's sitting there taking a selfie video, and so I was on Pornhub the other day, and I I searched. For uh, step, I clicked on the first video that I saw, and it was stepmom porn. And I, as soon as I click on it, it took me about five seconds to realize that it was in fact my stepmom. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, I just got, I, I just, you know, I was curious, so I watched it a little bit longer, and I thought, how bad can it really be? And then, and then, somebody walked in the door, and I realized that it, it, it was my dad. <laughs> and so. Then I really got a little bit nervous, but I wanted to watch a little bit longer and see what happened. And then my brother walked in. Jesus. And so at this point, you know, the, my dad said, well, don't worry, Becky, apparently this chick's name, is downstairs eating chili. She won't She won't hear nothing. We can do whatever. And I really remember that chili, and it was really good, but I'm just... I'm just devastated that they didn't invite me too. <laughs> I'm like, what is going on here? I don't know where you find these things, Sam, and I'm I, the internet. I really don't want place. you to answer, to be honest. <laughs> so, um, yeah, let's let's break oh, into the whiskey God. of the week, and and I still have. I not. really hope this makes me forget the story that you just told. Uh, I, well, that's what it is. <laughs> I uh, I still have not fixed my phone. Um, so Johnson actually is going to be doing all the uh, all the sound oh, no. effects for oh, us that's today. Not a good sign. So today today's whiskey of the week. Johnson. Whiskey of the week. Yeah, that was pretty good. That was pretty good. I can't wait for the time traveling with Toad. You didn't get the burp in there, though. <laughs> Whiskey <laughs> of the week. That was the best I could do. That was, that was pretty notice. good. Sorry. This, one is, this one is Knob Creek. Knob Creek, Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey, age nine years, 100 proof, small batch. Should be good stuff. Yeah, I've heard it's I've heard it's pretty decent, but we shall see. We shall see. Let's see how the nose is on it. 
Mm-hmm. It smells like whiskey. Yeah, we need to do something with that. Yeah, we really I'll do. order a new one when I order a new stand. So, mm. never. <laughs> I've ordered one stand for myself. <laughs> yeah, one of four <laughs> over Dude. the last year. <laughs> so we're doing I really good. like it. In four years, we might have all four of them. <laughs> <laughs> By episode 200, hey, we'll be there. Keanu's going to be so impressed with his brand new mic stand. <laughs> no, the guests get the old ones. <laughs> <laughs> so this is actually... A, oh, sorry, Keanu. You're going <laughs> to... This is actually... Take that old springy son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> this is actually 100 proof. Um, so if you guys aren't familiar... Hundred proof means fifty percent. It's it's. I don't know why they do it that way. Why don't they just say what the hell it is? Well, they do. It's right on the bottle. Well, yeah, but they say hundred proof. I don't know 50%. what the proof. Is. I don't why don't know. they just say proof is 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 the same percentage. as percentage? I don't know. I don't know what the history is behind that. I guess I've. I guess I've never really looked into why it's proof versus percent. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Well, like I said, the nose is pretty good on this. Let's do a little. Uh, let's do a little taste. It test. smells like it put chest hair on it's you. It's got a little caramel taste to it. Does it? A little bit. What? Well, did it say what? Kind of made my eyes barrels? water. It's it's very it's fifty percent obviously, Ooh. so it's a little bit potent. <laughs> it's yeah, it's not that smooth. It doesn't taste. The taste is is fine, but it's, it's not as smooth. It's a good taste, but it's got a lot of burn to it. Oh, oh. Uh, it'll put hair on Give your sack. Give you a little tingle. Yeah, my my uh, nipples. Yeah, would wonder tingle. how it is with ice. I think it would be better over ice. Probably sure. the the flavor is good though. The taste is good. Yeah. I like it. Like it does have a little like toasted caramel sweetness. What does the it. uh what what's the Boston one? What the Boston guy think of this? Last time he rated it at three point eight. So I don't know what, what you, what are you thinking about? I don't know about Boston, but uh, Wisconsin. Uh, the guy from Wisconsin. Now he thought it's all it's all right. <laughs> you, you know, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna rate this one at uh, three point four. Is this better or worse than t- the uh, the Templeton? Oh, Templeton's way better. I really like Templeton, but it's also I, Templeton's only seventy proof. So I think I think the I flavor eighty proof something like that. I think the flavor is is right on par with the Templeton. But I, I just think the little bit of burn deducts just a hair for so, me from yeah. the temple. Will you grab that Templeton for me? It's yeah. a real workout for me to get over. <laughs> <laughs> what does um where do where does shit become flammable at? Hundred proof or hundred and twenty uh, proof? Is it hundred? I thought it was like eighty proof, forty percent. Maybe not. Yeah, hundred proof, that sounds right. I I have no idea. Yeah, I just lighter? assumed that it was I think I do think it is hundred proof. I think you're right. Oh. So anyway, that Templeton, Templeton I thought Iowa. I thought Templeton was a lot better, but it's hard to compare because I mean it's a hundred proof. to what is that? Eighty or seventy bucks? 80. 80. Yeah, I mean, so there's a you know, and 10% that's I think percentage. I think the little bit of extra burn from this Knob Creek deducts just a little bit for me. Mm-hmm. But I think that would if you were to have it, that third sip was a whole lot smoother than the first two. I think if you were to have it over ice, I think that would. I think that would for sure change the dynamic of it. I think that would smooth it out quite a bit. Yeah. No, if I was just looking to get fucked up, Knob Creek all the way. Oh, yeah. It ta- it af- absolutely has a good taste to it. I just think if you put it over ice, it'd smooth it out quite a bit. Yeah. Second taste is, or the second swig's a lot, a lot smoother. Your taste buds are a little bit. So, uh, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say 3.4, I guess. Box, what do you rate her as? I'll say a 3. 
Johnson, what did you say? I uh, yeah, three point three. <laughs> all right, so it's not going to take a podium. It's, it's, yeah, it's middle of the road. It's, it's all right. It's, it's decent. It's going to make it a whole lot hotter in here. Yeah, for sure. It's going to bring mean, the it's temp already up. warm. It's going to bring the temp hot. up. It's getting hot in here. Um, definitely. Yeah, I don't think it definitely <laughs> knocks off any of the any of the existing existing podium holders. I'm going to have to try the Templeton here in a second. Give it a little comparison. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. We're I, getting a I lot. I don't know of, how far. Yeah, how far down do we want to go on the podium? Do we want to go to five or six places? Well, no, you, no. you guys, you guys were the only two that had Templeton. Oh yeah, last you were time, going so last week. That's yeah. right. Yeah. I think Templeton could have a shot at the podium. I think it's pretty. Oh, I good. yeah, I. I'd put it right up there against the Slipknot, but I wrote it. I rated her what a I think a four point three was what I yeah. said on that shit last. <laughs> I don't know why we bother rating them. <laughs> <laughs> right, <laughs> we forget every single number almost yeah. immediately. Yeah, we don't even remember what episode we're on half the time. I don't know why we think we'd remember the whiskey ratings. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. You know what goes wonderful with whiskey, with like a nice glass of whiskey, uh, like a nice cocaine. Yes, <laughs> a nice nose full. Oh, of speaking of which, who's sponsoring the cocaine powder. this week? <laughs> um, but I, to me, like a nice a nice glass of whiskey and like some barbecue beef ribs. Oh, I got beef Ooh. ribs in the old freezer. I need. Oh, my, oh I need hey, I, I, have, I have a question before we move on to this. What what's yeah. this? Oh yeah, that is a uh, that is Vermont maple syrup. <laughs> oh, I Actually, guess it has a label right there, huh? Yeah, um, stupid face. I ordered, <laughs> I ordered uh, something from Atlas Gunworks the other day, um, which showed up extremely quick, and it was cheaper. It was all, it was one of the only places I could find in stock, and it was cheaper um, than all the other places I found. I ordered a Vortex Red Dot for a customer um, for it, but anyway, they sent they sent that bottle along with. My order because they're yes. clear. They're obviously like in Vermont. Style. They're obviously like in Vermont. Style. But um, Toad said the other day that he's he's heard of people putting whiskey in, or excuse me, maple syrup in their whiskey. Really? So Can we like, just take shots? Of I this? just I was just gonna <laughs> say well, I think, I, I'm, I don't, on, I'm on Boxes program here. Let's just yeah. take a little. What, sip what, what, of what do you think will syrup. happen if if we put it in the old whiskey? It's. it's the you're gonna have to stir it up. It's real yeah, thick. Well, yeah, I'll give, is, I mean, yeah, it's give syrup. I'll give her a. That's that's like real. Oh, this shit. That ain't that ain't like Mrs. Butterworth's bullshit. No, this is some real stuff. You're just haven't gonna have a glob of syrup in your whiskey now. That's tree poop right there. <laughs> so Johnson, you were we were talking about beef ribs. Yeah. So it's it's getting to be like grilling and barbecue season, which, mind you, I think I want to call bullshit on grilling season. If you're not a pussy, that's entire. That's all year. Around. Yeah, because I grill all year round. You can ask my wife. She hates how the garage is smoky half the time because I'll light the grill in the garage. Because I I'm a big fan of grilling, and I I'm a I like to smoke meat, and I do like charcoal smoke and wood. Holes. <laughs> You're a real son of a bitch. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's the Knob Creek getting to me. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I'm a big fan of grilling and smoking. and um, It's kind of getting to be that season for a lot of people. And the thing that I find that I find interesting like right now is, is there's been a big influx of people, um, you know, purchasing like, a uh, quarter cow or a half a pig or whole pigs like 
Sam has Sam and his brother have done and like yeah we've done doing their own butchering yeah Yeah, just doing their own butchering and cleaning and you know um and I think the biggest thing is like I've I've been doing a lot of searching like on Facebook Marketplace and things for like beef where I can buy a quarter beef and you know have have a market or have a uh, butcher appointment. Good luck. Yeah, butchers are so damn busy for the next year and a half. I've been I've been looking, and it's like October is the earliest I can find, and you're gonna spend a fortune. And if you're willing to wait until like you know July of 2021, then you can get a decent appointment at a butcher. And you know, I think I. Like, I am super excited for, like, grilling season and barbecue season and smoking and all this stuff. Like, I have, you know, my my deep freeze is full. I've got a couple briskets. I've got steaks. I've got uh, pork loins. I've got, I've got a bunch of stuff that I'm excited to do this summer and, and then I've got planned. Um, but I think the the most interesting part for me is how how many people have now are now become trying to become self-sufficient, you know, or more self. Yeah. Or more self-sufficient or like, or are are wanting to raise their own animals. I guess at this point is, I think it's not just people are wanting to, it's just like it, you know, you're almost, have to be a lot more because you you see pictures all the time of Walmart's empty meat shelves and shit like that going yeah. on. Well, that's a reality and, and and that's and that's something that's interesting, you know, like we've never and I've seen a lot of arguments online about, you know, like well, you're just privileged, so any minor inconvenience like you can't go to the store and pick up a package of ribeyes and you're oh jeez. Well, it's, terrible. it's true. It's like, we, well, we, yeah, we're but... all extremely privileged because we've done this. I mean, because we live in the U.S. Our entire life. A. Our entire <laughs> life. You know, you go to the. You go to. The, no, that tastes like shit, guys. <laughs> <laughs> you, you probably. It's probably because you mix two. Who? No, did I didn't. You, the Templeton rye. Yeah. The Templeton was freaking delicious. No, that, that tastes. Like that shit, tastes like guys. a fart, man. <laughs> <laughs> That tastes like a fart. Well, uh, oh, just in case you guys were wondering, you add the maple syrup to this Knob Creek, and it's actually it kind of yeah. kills the kills the zing of it. And it's it's pretty good. But as far as back to the subject, um, we've never we've never <laughs> Americans have never lived where yes, you can't go have. to Walmart and yes they have get whatever the hell you want. Americans I mean, have lived that way. Do you remember the the have you ever like been in a history class about the depression? I'm saying this generation, <laughs> dude. I'm saying this generation. There ain't nobody barely, yeah. you know. Yes, there's people alive from the Great Depression still. Um but nobody really recalls. It's not it's it's so weird. Oh my god, that is fucking incredible. Delightful. Do what I just did. That is incredible maple syrup. I so, just want you to know. Vermont, you Kudos, know, Vermont. I, I would have just honestly cast you off to fucking Canada or the British. I really didn't give Did a you shit about you until I just tried that. That is freaking good. Yeah, that's pretty yummy. That is pretty damn good. Sam, uh, just give her a shot straight there, bud. 
We're gonna feel like I'm gonna feel like I'm Canadian here. Is he done moan? Because I'm gonna open that window. It is fucking hot. It is <laughs> miserably warm in here. You might want to wait. He might weed back. Wow, that is uh, that's like that puts my Mrs. Buttersworth to shame. Yes, it does. Anything you Wowza. go buy at the store, where do we get that? that? Sucks. Let's get some more of that. <laughs> that's good. Where's that label you ripped off? It's from yeah, like we said, Dakin Farm. Or Dakin. Yeah, that is really good. Wow. Well, we're having some serious difficulties hey. staying on subject tonight, guys. I, I, I agree. Don't, yeah. don't we always? Um, <clears throat> but anyway, but we were yeah. talking about nobody's nobody's in, in this generation has ever gone to Walmart and and it's been empty shelves. You know, yeah. it started with the toilet paper, and now we've moved on to the meats. Meat, yeah. Um, and that's and that's a funny thing. Like I work in the in the meat processing, you know, industry. Um, and it's it's not like the animals aren't there. You know, there's tons of available animals. They're used to the the standard. The supply is supply. You know, the supply is overwhelming. the The number of people working in the processing plants is, you know, minimal, and they're trying to space people out, and people just aren't coming to work because they say they're sick or they are sick or whatever, and they're just working at you know a reduced capacity, um, so they're not able to produce as much as as they normally can um so that i mean obviously is going to give you a shortage on the shelves but um i think it's been interesting to see the shift of at least around here in the midwest um all these people who are who are used to you know just going to the store and picking up pork chops or uh pork loins or steaks or whatever going to local butchers and you know getting uh quarter cow or a half hog or Dude, the local, whatever the local know, butchers are freaking they're oh they're, raking in cash right now what do they awesome. say living high on the hog right yeah. now what yeah you, i don't even know what that statement means it, but, but it's 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 been interesting and like for me uh, another interesting aspect of it is um you know we have chickens we have laying hens and the the funny thing is like in february and march when most of your normal like bomb guards and stuff have a ton of hens. They didn't, or like have a ton of baby chicks. They didn't hardly have any. There was like a nationwide shortage of baby chickens oh, yeah. because so many people were going to like buy chickens because eggs were going for like $4 a dozen at the grocery stores and stuff and over that. And we just got a bunch like, of, uh, we just got chickens out on my folks My while well, my mm-hmm. brother's, um, build a chicken coop and he doesn't have room at his place so he put it on my folks land so we got a bunch of laying ends down there now yeah and Maybe like a few few months before they start producing but it's it's crazy like how how many people like saw this situation and we're like oh shit you know like it the grocery store isn't just magically full all the time you know like mm-hmm. it was pretty incredible to see to see Baumgars empty of chickens. Like normally February, March, it is jam packed full. There's baby chicks everywhere. And to well, see that place around like, Easter. Yeah. Yeah. To see that Easter, place that's empty. That's a hot selling, hot you know? selling item. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty crazy. And, and there's been a, what has been really funny is there's been a, a big increase in cases of salmonella. From all these backyard chickens, because people have no idea how to, huh. you know, keep themselves clean from these chickens and eat. How do you, you get know. salmonella? 
uh, undercooked chicken and touching their shit. And can you get it from eggs? Uh, you can. You can get it from eating raw eggs. Mm. Um, but like <laughs> handling their handling their poop. I think I'm. I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm probably immune. Um, <laughs> eating raw eggs. Well, know? whenever I cook eggs, like i you know, you break it, you break the, uh, or you know, break the egg and put it in your whatever. But instead mm-hmm. of washing my hands off, I, you know, just lick my hands off so the raw eggs. But I never figured. Plenty of people eat raw eggs. Yeah, yeah that, it's, it, that it's not that. it. It's it's honestly it's a bacteria that that occurs a lot of times in their feces. So if they have shit on the eggs. You touch the eggshell with poop on it, crack the egg, and lick your fingers off, and you've mm. eaten their shit. You've well, been eating chicken shit, Sam. <laughs> yep. You eat pieces of shit for breakfast? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. That's just what I, I've always done because I'm too lazy to wash my hands instead of just licking well, them off, hey, I guess. You know, it is what it is. But yeah, like we go through, you know, we have 14 chickens now, um, five of which are of age for laying eggs. Um, so you we get had one, egg, six a, one rip, egg a day from Rip Snickers. Um, rip Snickers. Yeah, she died. Too bad. So do you get one egg a day from the laying? Yeah, it's. Um, I think it averages like twenty. I think their laying cycle is twenty-eight hours. That's freaking incredible, though, dude. Think about that. They're producing yeah. that whole freaking thing. The whole one thing. whole thing almost once a day. Yeah, and like my favorite, my favorite chicken, Jabba. She lays. I mean, like to tell Jabba you, the Hut. Yeah, that's what I named her, Jabba. Jabba the Hutt. <laughs> okay. She's a big fat bitch. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> but she lays these. I mean, to tell you, like, have you ever bought extra large eggs yeah. from the store? Like these things. Ostriches looking. Extra, extra large eggs from the store don't hold a candle. This bitch's eggs. These things are enormous. But we get like on average four to five eggs a day right now, and. Oh man, they're just they're so much better than what you get at a store. And we've been like and we've been having a lot of discussion lately um about other animals. So like we've been goats, looking at man. getting a lot of goats are worthless. Why would I buy a goat? They're hilarious. Actually, they're Yeah, uh, but they're worthless. It's like horses. From them. You just spend money the, on laughter them. Laughter is the best What do you medicine? mean they're worthless? You off. get goat milk, you can freaking butcher and eat them? No. I ain't eating goat. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> Jesus Why not? Christ. How do you know what goat tastes they like? They mow your lawn? No. Damn right. They're not so, worthless. They're entertaining. <laughs> so what I've been looking at, you guys are just giving more fuel to my wife's fire. Would you shut the hell up? Oh, she listens right. to these. All right. She wants to Bray, you should totally get a goat. Get a fucking she goat. Want, Four no, goats. She wants ducks. Name it Steve. She wants ducks and she wants another horse, which I'm never buying another horse. Horses are horses are worthless. You want to talk about a worthless you don't fucking animal. Well, I mean, yeah. to a certain extent, you know, if you if you use them as a working horse, yes, but, you know, or or if somebody wants to ride them. No. Obviously, but whatever. Stupid. So uh, I want to get sleeping on the couch the day this uh, comes out. It's okay. <laughs> I want if if I'm if we're gonna get more animals, I want to get one like market heifer or market steer. I don't really care. And then I want like two pigs. Well, her compromise on that. She wants just more pets. You know, she wanted two ducks. Once she wants a horse, she wants a goat. Whatever. Okay. Well, her compromise was if we get two pigs and a cow. 
then she wants a pot belly pig that we can keep as a pet that we're not going to butcher. <laughs> it's like, oh, jeez. Mm, yeah, good luck with that, buddy. Yeah. yeah. So we've been looking at expanding our little homestead as yeah, far as livestock. Yeah, you're going to have livestock. a freaking petting zoo out there before too long. I know. Tell me about it. You're going to be like the Tiger King in Northwest Iowa. <laughs> <laughs> Except he's going to be the goat king. I'm going to be the goat king. The goat. My folks used to have. <laughs> my folks used to have goats. Yeah. Huh? They they're freaking. They're good. They're they're good lawnmowers. That's about it. Goat milk, man. Not everybody can drink uh, cow milk. I don't really care. All of us in our house can <laughs> drink cow milk. So. So anyway, we're talking about we did, we kind of grazed or glazed over it the 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 grilling aspect of of all this. Yeah, the, it's. It's it's been slowed down, is I think kind of the the gist of it is it's been delayed. What grilling? Just the. I tell you what. I tell you what. We did two. We did two pigs recently. My family did. Um, split them all up amongst ourselves, all the meat, and um. The first one we did. Uh, there's when you when you split a pig, you you cut her in half. Mm-hmm. Um. And then, so obviously you get two of everything on either side. And one of the sides of the pork belly, which you usually make bacon with, oh, we, yeah. we screwed up a little bit. So we What the up, hell? Well, we ended up, I needed some pork How belly. How does a person ruin bacon? We're amateur butchers, man. <laughs> we, so what we ended up doing was I needed pork belly grind anyways. So we, we ground up a lot of the pork belly grind for the, to mix with the deer that I got in my freezer. Yeah. And then um, some of it we... we uh, Cut it into strips, like uh, like country style ribs, basically. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I don't know, six inches long, a couple yep. inches thick. I grilled that up the other night. Oh my god! It's like melting your mouth. This is the oh, best, yeah, yeah. freaking pork. Uh-huh. Yeah, like so. This, I mean, this is like jizz in your shorts deliciousness, man. Yeah, it's freaking awesome. You know, another another funny thing that uh, my wife was actually talking about today was, you know, if we get a couple pigs and we butcher them. Well then, you know, you can make like soap. You make candles. You can make all kinds of shit. And there's a lot of fat on those things. That's what I'm saying. You know, like think of all the back fat on a pig. There's a lot of like on a a good, a good inch. Yeah. Like on a, on a deer, there's not a whole lot of back fat. There's Mm -hmm. a bit, but on a pig, there is a ton of back fat. Mm -hmm. You can take all of that lard Boil it down. Melt it down. Yeah. 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 Candles, soap, all kinds of shit. It's yeah, there was a lot of crazy. The first one, you know, we saved all the all the fat off the first one. Um, we didn't really on the second one just because we had so much off the first one. You know, there's only so much shit to use it for, you know. And and we try to we try to we try to use everything, you know. Yeah, as much as you could. I mean, we're already Have you ever had head cheese? No, but I I've heard of my my grandpa used to make head cheese. Apparently, I have no idea what it is. It stinks like shit, but boy, it <laughs> tastes good. Sounds I, nice. I, there's some people that really don't like it. I mean, I think it's kind of more of an acquired taste. It's kind of a that usually it's means a stinky it's terrible. Cheese. It's a stinky cheese. You know, it's got beer's an acquired taste, and how delicious is that? It's a it's like a stinky cheese, kind of weird. Like it's not even really a cheese. It's more of like a. I don't know. It's like a. It's almost like a yogurt What's it made out of again? It's. Uh, I'd have to look honestly. I've. I've, My dad I've never me, made we it. Talked about I've it the other it. day. My dad told me it. about it, and I can't freaking remember what. It's like you grind up. It's. 
Is it it's, the head? It's part of the head. I mean, it's not called head cheese for nothing. It's made out of parts of the head. I don't. That's remember that's exactly one thing what... that we didn't we didn't do much with was the head. You know. Yeah. Just, let uh, me. Head cheese is not a dairy cheese, but a terrine or meat jelly, often made with yeah, flesh meat, from the head of a calf or a jelly. pig, or less commonly, a sheep or a cow. Meat yeah. jelly. Why does that? <laughs> Why does that sound yeah, so funny so, to me? Well, and that's like I said, I don't think it's like a normal cheese. It's like. Um. You, so you remember the pickled pig's feet? Remember yeah, how there was like disgusting. jelly? Yes. In that, well, that's kind of like they take like the brain and the head meat and like jaw meat and weird shit and kind of. Yeah, we talked about making using the pig's feet, but uh, we we totally didn't. We yeah. just threw those. We threw the we threw that out to the coyotes. Um. So, but yeah, my dad was telling me my grandpa used to make head cheese all the time. Um. Apparently, he liked it, but. I'm sure it's. I'm sure it is. Uh, not for everyone. It's it's definitely not for everyone. Head cheese is not for everyone. But. So, well, do we got anything else we wanted to cover with the whole uh, grilling and self sufficiency scene? I don't know. I just I think it's. I would definitely promote. Um, people becoming more self sufficient, and you know, doing a lot of research on becoming more self sufficient. Um, and and. Not necessarily everybody having their own animals and, you know, trying to raise their own livestock and things like that, but we don't need if that. You're, if you're interested in it, try it. You know, it's a good skill to learn to take care of an animal like that and be able to butcher it yourself and everything. But I think more or less just support your local Absolutely. Butchers, you know, Your like local community. Yeah. Cause you could be growing got, something that somebody else doesn't have. Yeah. Like a local them, farmer's market, system. like a local farmer's market thing. You know, that would be incredible if, you know, cause you know, a ton of people, well, I'm going to plant 10 tomato plants this year. Well, I've got 1400 tomatoes at the end of the year and I can't use all of them, mm-hmm. but I don't have any pork in my freezer. So which way, you, you know, which so way do you I'd, see this going? Because it's going both ways. Like, uh, and, and yeah, hear me, hear me out a second. Um, it's going both ways because yes, we're communities are becoming more self-reliant and self-sufficient. Um, people are getting chickens, doing their own butchering their own animals, planting more gardens and such. But at the same time, at the same time, it's like we forgot. Like before this all started, like there was so much doubt in in what the media and the government was reporting to us. And now it seems like everybody's forgot that and everything that the government puts out, they think is just fact. Oh, the government said this. We got to do this. You know, we got to do this. We got to do this. You know, do you know what I'm saying, though? Yeah. So it's like, which way are we going with it? Like, I'm so confused. I I think there's far and far. There's every week there's less and less people who just follow the government blindly. I think that's I think that's a dying way. Like, I think that the more and more that the government says, this is what you need to do. This is what you need to do. This is what you need to do. Like, I think that the government, I, I don't know. You can call me a conspiracy theorist on all this shit, but I think the government was trying to put us more and more in control during this whole ordeal. And I think less and less people are wanting to be controlled. Cause I think more and more people are becoming aware of like, Hey, this, this, this is, is bullshit. Ridiculous. <laughs> this like is ridiculous. California just locked down for another three months. So that's yeah. that that'll be five when when they get out of the, this this three months that will be five months. They they're not even like allowed arrest. to go outside. 
there was people being arrested for sun tanning and (laughs) and, uh, one guy was one guy was uh what do you call that with the big ass surfboard just uh yeah paddling or paddle boarding boarding. yeah they fucking went out there and arrested that arrested him yeah find which get him on the beach like which was more outdoors which he they they forced the contact you know within six feet because they had actually had to con so yeah so yeah, we're all on the same page here. It's fucking ridiculous. Um, but which that kind of leads us into our next uh, into our next subject. I I was reminded of this the other day. Um, the uh, the Bundy standoff um, scenario or situation mm-hmm. that handed that happened several years ago. What when was that exactly? I want to uh, say two thousand six. I think it. No, no, no. It was it was way. This was like two thousand. 14 or something. It was in that team. It was 2014. Wow. I don't know why I thought it was way later than that. I am good. I am good. But hey, before we get into that, do we want to go? We want to do the live thing real quick? And yeah, we can do that. that. Well, it's it's been 20 to 40 minutes. So well, I think we're good. I mean, well, I've been, hey. been recording for almost an hour, but. Twenty of that was <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> us uh, not talking, us doing nonsensical. Right. So activities. what we're doing here is before we dive into the Clive and Bundy scenario situation, uh, we're we've, we're going live on Facebook. So um, anybody anybody that sees us there can ask us random questions. So our next our oh, next our next Ooh. us are uh, we'll be we'll be answering all these questions on Facebook. So um, <laughs> any any questions you guys have? Shout us at shout at us, um, and we will as soon as we dive into that section of the podcast, we'll answer them. Whether you guys want to talk about That's um, impossible. <laughs> whether you guys want to talk about ridiculous uh, questions or uh, whatever you want from uh, from simple to completely ludicrous, just let us know. It's not just Sam here; he's just too much of an asshole to show box. Right? There's a Johnson, I'm over here Johnson, but there's also. Hey guys. Yep. So we're here in the in the uh in the life short live free HQ. Um so yeah, just ask your questions below and uh we'll we'll get to them if you guys got any questions. So but I kind of want to do to dive into this whole uh box. Are you are you familiar with this whole situation that happened uh, Not familiar enough. 6 6 years ago. I mean, ago? I'm certainly conscious of it, but I no, I don't know like details. So basically what was going on. I know on, what happened, yeah. Basically what was going on for anybody that's listening. And and Johnson, if you if you are aware of anything I I I, I say wrong, please correct me. Um but basically what was happen happening is federal the federal government has taken over a lot of a lot of state land, basically, and they call it they call it a BF uh I can't remember what it is. Uh, Bureau of Land Management. Bureau of Land Management. BLM. So what was going on was the the Bundy family has been grazing their cattle on this land for 100 years. And it's it's not just the Bundy family. There's a ton of families out there who use BLM land for their lives. Right, right. and by the way, I don't believe that there's any provisions in the Constitution which allows the government to just go in and take over and acres say, and hey, acres and hundreds ours. of thousands of acres of, of land, of I, state land. I don't believe there's any. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. 
So if they purchase, and that's the thing is, if they purchase that land, that's a, you know, that's a different story because they've. I believe there is provisions in there actually. So there's, I mean, they're totally bullshit, but they're there. Right. Essentially, nobody owns land. I'm saying in the Constitution. I'm not saying in, in 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 federal law. Yeah. There's a difference between the Constitution and federal law because the Constitution was established yeah, I, I know. and that's extreme law of the land. But any anybody, any law that was established after that, no matter what they say that that provides for, it's got to go back to the Constitution. So you could you could pass a law that says, but hey, the government can do whatever the fuck they want. Yeah, but is there is there anything in the Constitution that says the government can't do whatever the fuck they want? Uh, yeah. I mean, that's okay. essentially what that's the Constitution the entire, is. That's well, what the Constitution okay. is. That was a bad. That was a bad explanation. But the I'm saying about there can be case? a law. That, there can be a law that says the government can purchase land and charge, and charge tenants, right? But there's nothing in the Constitution that says the government can't buy land. So anyway, we've right. got but, we've we've got yeah. a little bit off subject. Basically, um, the federal government was trying to take the Bundy's cattle that they had been grazing on federal land um, because they said that they hadn't paid them. They for hadn't this. paid their BLM fees. Yeah. Right. And um, so the Bundy says, well, screw you. My family has been has been um, grazing our cattle on this land for 100 years. We've never paid fees and we're not going to start now. Well, the feds responded by coming out and trying to forcibly take their cattle from them. Um, in which, what, so what happened after this was the bunny, the bunnies put out a play on social media, um, basically turned into a, a situation where, you know, um, people said, no, this is not happening. I'm sorry. The government is not going to take from this man. Mm-hmm. Um, so what happened was there was a ton of Patriots that went down there too. And where was it? Was it Arizona? Arizona, I believe. Or New Mexico. Somewhere one of, some, yeah, one of those South- one of those four states in there Arizona Southwest. New Mexico I thought it was Colorado but no it wasn't Colorado <laughs> um, so clearly we know what we're talking a about a bunch here. of patriots right. went down there southeastern Nevada south okay Nevada ah we all nailed it so a bunch of patriots went down <laughs> there and aka um, none of us basically stood um, against uh, the the small army of feds that were out there and. Um, this is one of the biggest arguments for the Second Amendment that I have ever seen in the entire oh, sure. in the entire history of this our our nation. Because what happened was, yes, there wasn't a bunch there wasn't there wasn't a, a war fought, there wasn't a massive battle there. Right. This was this was citizens stood up and they says, Hey, you're I'll not be, taking this shit unless you come through us. I'll I'll be your Huckleberry. And they, yes, exactly. <laughs> and they were armed as well as those feds were. So those feds knew that whatever they yeah, whatever they, were, they did, that they was going to come right back at them. Yeah, we start we start popping off rounds. We're gonna, all going to get smoke checked over here. They were like, "Huh, eh, we, you know, are are we are is what we're doing right? Like, are we really?" You know, they kind of had to take a look at things, and and you look at so many times, like in in mobs and and people when and like in cities when people are pissed off and they have like say there's some sort of racist scenario going on. That's generally what it's been. In the well, last look, few just years look in Missouri, happen. Ferguson, Missouri. Right, <laughs> absolutely. Know? And 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 that that giant mob came and says, you know what, we're fed up with this. And what the feds do? The feds do. They Backed came in off. with tear with tear gas and their big ass M ramps and their yeah. and their weapons, 
Yeah. And they say, screw you back off story. Guess what? We're not, I am not advocating. I am not advocating for violence at all. I'm advocating for peace, but peace does not come through being defenseless. Well, peace does not come through obeying by big brother. Say so. Yeah. So I guess, I guess my whole, I, I love that whole scenario because the citizens stood up and they says, "Hey, we're not taking this shit, and you're you're not taking yeah. you're not taking the, the citizens' property. Yep, get out of here." And it ended up there was one citizen um, that went ended through, up killed in that situation. It went through. I mean the whole the whole scenario. I mean it didn't just like it didn't just happen that fast, right? So like the Bundys. You know, the government didn't just randomly one day say, hey, we're, you know, taking all your cattle because you're on BLM land and you haven't paid your fees, right? You know, well, there, right. It was, it was, there a, was, there was like 20 years of court battles between the Bundys sure, and there the was government. a lot more, you know, going there on was there. a lot more going on. And basically, the, the Bundys just held their ground and just said, hey, piss off, you know, like, Year after year, decade after decade, they're just basically said, "No, we're not. We're not paying you these BLM fees. We're not paying for shit. You know, like right. We may not own this land, but nobody else does either. So you're not coming to take my in, cattle. They can't just come in and say, hey, we yeah. own this land now. Give us money.' Right. And that is, I think, I think that I think that was really the scenario. Was nobody really had a claim." For that land. Nobody had purchased that land, but nobody really had a, you know. Right. There was no no physical title to that land that the Bundys owned it. The government had purchased it. Nothing. There was really no ownership shown for that land. It was just kind of no man's land. And then the government was like, well, that's ours because it's in the border of the United States. So we own that. Right. And the Bundys were like, piss off. I ain't paying you shit. I'm going to interrupt here for a second. Sam, how are our questions going over there? Maybe you need to we, remind us. We've only our... got one. If you guys are watching on our Facebook Live here, um, we are doing a, 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 a podcast right now. So what we want from you guys, if you got any questions for us, no matter how ludicrous, go ahead and go ahead and ask them below, Chris. Uh, we, are, we are not six feet apart, but you know, whatever. It is what it is. We're we're four feet apart. We're like three and a half, but we're drinking. That, I thought that we got booze, so we're, we're drinking immune. alcohol. So, but we're in Plymouth County, virus. so who cares? Right, right. And before you guys ask, three and a half. That'll save you three and a half inches. That'll save you the question. So we're we're good to go. <laughs> yeah, if you're asking any kind of questions, all three of us, honestly. Hey, whoa, um, whoa. Speak for yourselves. Okay, sorry. Four. Strong three and three quarter. Three and three quarter from box three and a half. It is a Saturday night, guys. Sorry, yeah. and we already did whiskey of the week, which was a hundred, a hundred proof whiskey. Yeah. Uh, which, speaking of which, hand me that the uh, little knob. I kind of want <laughs> want some more of that. <laughs> Talking about little knobs, knobs. <laughs> <laughs> whiskey of the week. Knob <laughs> was whiskey of the week, so it was, it was pretty good stuff. Yeah. So anyway, didn't back make to the, the didn't make the podium. Did not however. make the podium. But back to the conversation, I think this this whole situation plays in a lot to what's going on right now because we see so many so so many governors and so many state governments just telling oh, this people is, this is how this it is, is the law of the land. They're yeah. saying this is the law of the land. 
I got news for you, Bucko. That ain't the law of the land. Yeah, I'm sorry, but the government, the, the governor cannot make laws. The right. only thing she can do is sign into law the, the laws that our Congress, our state legislatures, let's, I can't say that word for me, please. <laughs> legislators have, legislators. have passed. Exactly. <laughs> That's the only thing say, that just makes me happy. Say that word for me, please. <laughs> That's the only thing that they can do. They yeah. can't make these. They can't just yeah. make laws by well, decree. And and uh, I love how Illinois has been the biggest, the biggest display oh of this. This big fucking idiot. Uh, pardon my French, but this big dumb son of a bitch. Yeah, he has just got to be one of. I, like I, I'm not. He, I do do not understand how anybody from Illinois, like even the far lefty idiots, how the dumbest people in the state, left or right, I don't care what side you're on, what color you are, what green, purple, yellow, I don't care. But anybody in the state of Illinois looked at that guy and said, "Yeah." Yeah, I'm gonna vote for this guy. He's, like this he guy seems is, like an intelligent, an intelligent individual. Fucking idiot! God, he has just like. And, well, he made up a. He tried to make up a law the other day that said if you open, if yeah, you open you're your a business felony. early, it's a felony. It's a felony. Which, yeah, under what authority? Yeah, yeah. Like you can't and, just make laws, dude. Yeah, like, and, and even they came back and it's like, yeah, it's a class A misdemeanor, and he's like, still, oh, uh. Yeah, sorry. Still a Never mind. Like, <laughs> JK. And uh, we were talking about this. Uh, who was I talking about this just a little bit ago? Uh, California. They locked down their citizens for another yeah, three, three months. Three months. So after- it was LA County, not all of California. Okay. The state of California yeah, LA is actually County. opening up. LA yes, County they is are opening down. LA County is. So, anyway, but they've basically put their citizens into house arrest. And after this three months is up, that'll be five months of basically house arrest under yeah. what authority yeah. where somebody tell me where in the constitution that it says all this shit is void if we say there's a fucking emergency right that's where, that's what? the part that that's the part that really gets me and that <laughs> the, like the governors have been really using to their advantage is well it's it's emergency decree and it's like well that doesn't mean that all the past has just disappeared and you can just say whatever the hell you want and whatever you say goes. That's not that's not how any of this works. That's not how that's not how government works. <laughs> that's, the president is a dictator, but we yeah. can we can but, what we say goes and whatever the hell you know, it's yeah. just completely ludicrous. Yeah. So that that was basically my whole reason that I brought up the, the Bundy standoff was there is I'm not advocating for violence at all. Right. But I'm advocating for citizens people to stand to, up. People and, to stand and take up their, and take say, their rights. Hey, this is bullshit. We have we have rights and freedoms and liberties as United My, States citizens and just as people. There are God given freedoms that the Constitution protects. And and that's and that's a th another thing that I think a lot of people misinterpret. Is that the Constitution give us gives us these rights? No, these are them. these are God given rights, mm -hmm. and the Constitution protects the government from or protects, or the, protects citizens. the citizens from right. the government from taking those away. 
and that it restricts the government from doing. Yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't grant us anything. It, it doesn't grant us anything. It restricts taking. the government from infringing upon those. Rights. What I've always loved in in Second Amendment arguments is the people that say, "Oh, you really think your AR-15 is prote- going to protect you from the government?" And I mean, if they want to, they're just going to fucking nuke you. Okay. <laughs> okay. So it's either yeah, it's either yeah. This Listen, I'm arrested. An idiot, <laughs> or they're starting an all-out war. There's, yeah. there's they're in, gonna in between, nuke my dude, house. There's all sorts of and shit that goes on that you never even fucking hear about. Yep. Right. And that's exactly yeah. why they're, this. Yeah, Bundy... they're they're gonna nuke my house because yeah. I didn't give up my AR-15. Yep. Shut the fuck up. That was <laughs> that's why this Bundy standoff is so mm-hmm. so important, and it yeah. just models exactly what why the Second Amendment is, right. is needed in America, especially especially uh, nowadays with what we got going on. You got any so, questions over there? Oh, no, nothing really, nothing really too much. Chris says, uh, uh, he says he liked to play poker with us. Bush. That's not a question, chops Chris. And cards. <laughs> <laughs> he said, and he also says, yes, we have rights. I'm prepared to stand for them. Not a boy. Yeah, and Chris, absolutely. by the way, this son of a bitch right here Single-handedly saved me uh, fifteen hundred dollars. I was curious about Dude, that. How did so, he save your ass? God damn it, Chris! He I don't know me. what you do or who you know, but you are one <laughs> bad motherfucker. That's all I have to say about <laughs> so that. So what happened was I I shipped a gun, uh, which I do all the time. Um, I shipped a gun back to North Carolina, and it went missing. Uh, so it went out for delivery on a Thursday, and just disappeared there was an adult signature requirement on it and it just disappeared there was no tracking no nothing um for a week and a half nothing came up and i, I and lost my fucking mind i'd have been on a plane to north carolina i called the post office <laughs> nobody would answer nobody answered at the post office that it went out at and then the customer finally gave me a, a another number that that post office answered and so I told I they answered and I told them what was going on and she says, "Well, how did you get this number? This is an internal number." And I about lost it. I says, "Lady, I've been calling the last number that I've had. I've called four different numbers and you guys you ignore all of them. You don't answer the phone. What do you want me to do?" You know, I, I was I was fairly polite because, you know, she was just doing her job. I lost my fucking mind. So anyway, this was, is an internal number. We don't answer the phone here. It was missing. You. This gun. <laughs> this this was this gun was missing for a, a week and a half. And Chris finally says he he owns a business in Sioux City, um, and he does a a ton of uh, business through USPS. Um, so he has contacts, and he he contacted the right person, and within uh, two or three days after the, he he he. Started talking to this person. The package showed up, and it was delivered. Good, right to right to where it was supposed to be. So, um, I don't know what you did, but I love you. It was awesome. Maybe you did nothing, Sam. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, he definitely he definitely ruffled some feathers, and I I appreciate it. So when I get these new, I uh, I got a new uh, Shyworks. You can actually see right here the new Shyworks design. Um, I got uh, working on new hats and shirts and Chris. You were getting some free ones, buddy. Um, Wade, what's up, man? Howdy, he says, howdy, fellas. Um, Get us some questions, Wade. What are some good questions you guys are bad that you want to answer? Thing. Of course, it's Saturday <laughs> night. Well, what, hey. what time is it? Six, seven o'clock? It's like 8.30. It's 8.11. It is 8.11. Is it really? Yeah. yeah. I thought it was like 6.30. Nah, no, that's off, about but... when we started. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it's when we tried to start. Well, yeah. Yeah. 
Um, but anyway, I think uh, while we wait for some more questions, I think it could be some time more. to cover <laughs> or the first or, question. or a question. <laughs> Um, let's, let's we could discuss the, uh, uh, badass of the week. Eh? This is the baddest son of a bitch I have ever seen ever. Yeah, it's the baddest dude of the week. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was prepared to do that part, Johnson. That well, was that was good. Hey. My uh, my uh, my uh, my sound system is is kind of broke. So Johnson's doing well. I just you know I'll Nailed just do it. the sound effects this week and Nailed we'll it. figure it out. Box, who do we got this week? This is going to be a rough one. I'm not going to lie because there's a lot of stuff in this. Ooh. a lot of stuff. Even though it's a fairly straightforward. <laughs> so it's, it's really story. straightforward, but it's really confusing. Well, I didn't have <laughs> one, so I just read up on it a little bit ago. Oh, you're pulling a toad on oh, us, boy. are you? Here I'm sorry. Go. I've had some other things on my mind. <laughs> I mean, I can't really blame them, but at the same time. I don't know, like feeding myself. Get your <laughs> shit together. Put your bitch in. <laughs> I'm not bitching. Hey, Box. Okay. I'll tell you what. What? You get hungry. I got a whole case. I have a whole case Budweiser? of ramen noodles. I've, in my I've never had ramen noodles in my life. What? Well, nope. get ready, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm not going to be that broke. I hope not. I'm going to be rich. I hope you're not. Rich in three months. There you go. That's so the attitude. All right. Well, I'm not sure how to say this dude's name, but oh, I can't even f-ing find it on here. Uh, he, he's Norwegian, a Norwegian oh, commando. Oh, boy, that is tough. Jan Ballsrud. <laughs> Balls what? run, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I, that's that's how it looks to me. Anyways, it's it's spelled Jan, but I believe it's Jan Balls run. Yeah, yeah. So this was yeah. uh, uh, nineteen forty three. My balls run, <laughs> I believe. And there was twelve commandos. There was eight Norwegians or something, and uh, four other of some shit that I've never even heard of not gonna lie <laughs> something else you can't pronounce uh, you're really nailing this no kapani Ka- lynch it's not important kapani lynch is how it looks like it's spelled huh. but i've never even, yeah i don't know what that is but they were supposed to sneak in to this uh german air base in northern norway and destroy all the all these things and there was one of the commandos they had a contact in that city and one of the commandos tried contacting this guy. And uh, it turned out to be a shopkeeper who just so happened to have the same name as their supposed contact, but he wasn't. So mm-hmm. he talked to this guy and what? told him all these things. So this shopkeeper, who was not their actual contact, went and told the Germans. And these guys, the, the, these Norwegian commandos, they were they had a boat full of... they had. A whole shit ton of explosives. I can't remember how many, how much it was. They had a ton of explosives on this boat, though, to blow all this shit up. And then the Germans found out about it from this the shopkeeper, so they had to go back, and these Norwegians had to go back and uh, kind of try and run from all these Germans because they had been obviously tipped off, and they realized, okay, we're not gonna we're not gonna make it. So they had to blow up their own boat. Uh, one of the Whoa. Two or the I think one or two of the uh, guys on their boat got killed by the Germans, and the rest got yeah it was two of them or one of them got killed, and then the vessel sank, 
and the rest and ten others got captured and pulled off, and oh, the wow. Germans executed them. <laughs> and then there was this one guy, the Jan Jan Ballsrud. He was all prepared to go. He, I mean, he'd been training for this mission, and he had to go swim in a whole whole bunch. So he, when the firefight started, he dove off and he swam to shore and stuff. And he he managed to escape this whole shit show. And over the next nine weeks, he traveled from the very northern edge of Norway down into Sweden. And this was like in the middle. This, I mean, there was mountains and shit that he had to climb yeah. over and stuff like that. And he was all on his own. I mean, it was Norway and he was Norwegian, so he did have help along the way, obviously. But all of them were right. risking their lives doing this. So the, all the Germans were... Uh, he was. This was just a nationwide manhunt. Uh, awkward silence. <laughs> See, I told you there's a lot of shit to this that I can't. Well, I usually have to write this stuff down. The interesting part of that is like, as a Norwegian going south through Norway, and that's like something else that you know we talked about earlier is like Americans never having to go through this before. You know, and just uh, just having a different aspect as like. World War II was such a different time in history that, like, even in your own country or just, like, a neighboring country, can you imagine going to Canada and just, like, having somebody totally rat you out to, like, the British Empire? Hey, we're, you know, to the French. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just, it's crazy to me. And, like, being a Norwegian and going through Norway, getting help, and then going, you know, and even being hunted in your own home country. And then going into Sweden and having the Germans really on your ass. That's right. that's crazy. Right. Well, like, it, it, that blows my mind. Like, I, can, I guess I can't. It's hard for me to fathom, you know, being so close to home. And I guess it's different, like, in Europe, you know, with countries being as small as they are and as close to each other as they are. But, you know, just being in neighboring countries and just having that much hatred for you, you know, like being manhunted. Mm. Yeah. Like you we, know. a lot of times we live our whole lives and a lot of people live their whole lives here and never leave the, the yeah. United States. We're over there, you know, that's more of a yeah union or they travel back and forth. Right. But. Right. I don't know. It just, it just seems crazy to me. Like that's, that's something about world war two that, that kind of blows my mind. Like being in Europe in World War Two, or being a European in World War Two would would had to have been a crazy, mm-hmm. crazy time. So I was saying all these all these Norwegians were helping him stuff and stuff, and uh, some of them they like fed him and they sheltered him for a little bit and everything. And some, these some of them gave him skis. And uh, so he this he was moving pretty quick at this point. With along with the skis, and then a blizzard throws him off course, and he had all he was suffering badly from exposure and snow blindness, and he was he was headed towards this Mount Yegavar, I believe, and uh, that ended up he ended up getting in the middle of an avalanche there, threw him down the down the mountainside there, and that destroyed his uh his skis, and he lost all his supplies and shit. So uh, at this point, he was. It says he was delirious and and hallucinating, and he thought he was hearing the voices of the the other eleven guys that had already been killed. And uh, he wandered along for 
for three days and he found uh some more friendly Norwegians, obviously, and they stored him in this little shed that they found. And his feet were just—he had—they were frostbitten to hell. And they were like, "All right, stay here for a while, and we'll we'll go back and get you supplies." And that didn't happen. Obviously, the Germans were fucking everything up. So he sat in there for a while, and his feet kept getting worse and worse. And he noticed some of them were starting to get gangrene on him. So he he cut off his big toe with a with a bo- with a pocket knife that he sterilized with his lantern. And then he chopped off the tips of the rest of his toes. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. He said he at this point he was seriously considering suicide. So in that, after a while, five days later, I guess he uh, <laughs> he noticed the gangrene just kept going and going. So he just cut off the rest of his toes. <laughs> so, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Good <laughs> lord. But uh, yeah, eventually. Event- can you? I. Oh man, he's a bad, bad dude. I believe there's a movie about him called uh, "The Twelfth Man." It's it's a foreign movie, I think. It's it's subtitled and shit. I okay. found that when I was. I'm kind of curious about. It. Oh, it actually looks yeah. like a really good movie. But eventually, yeah, there's some resistance members. They found him and they threw him on like a toboggan and they got him into into a hospital in Sweden and he weighed. 80 pounds when he got there. Holy shit. He was just freaking tiny. He had to learn how to walk again and all that shit. I can imagine. Right? Cutting all your fucking toes off. Right? Jeez. I don't even like digging slivers out. (laughs) (laughs) Right. God dang. After he had walked all the way across uh, Norway. So he was just trying to get back to his home? Well, I mean, and I... Well, he was trying to get somewhere friendly because... Norway was invaded. Norway was invaded oh, okay. by the Germans. Interesting. Interesting. So, I mean, on the plus side, at least, at least he didn't like lop his whole leg off. That would have made right? it far more difficult. To I think he probably would have killed himself before lopping his leg off. Yeah. Um, Chris was asking that. Uh, where can I go four wheeling around here? And are you guys down? Uh, Avon, South Dakota. There is. It's not around here. It's not, yeah, that's not yeah, close. It is. That's fairly close. South Dakota. That's like an hour. <laughs> okay. If when you, you say it that think, way, Sam. Yeah. Exactly. You're really not helping our argument here. It's like 45 miles away. Oh my god. <laughs> he said around here, not, not uh. Well, where's he at? Avon, South Dakota, is 110 miles and... from here. He lives down the road from Johnson. Well, if it, oh, really? instead of turning north onto whatever the road that is, K forty nine, K forty nine, you just go straight like two miles. Chris lives right there. Which Chris Shanahan? Uh-huh. Oh, you know that Chris? I didn't know you were such a close neighbor to me. You need to come shoot. Um, Avon, South Dakota. There is a. We're terrific hosts. But there is a there's an off road park um outside of Avon, South Dakota. You need to look it up. There's um I've got a lot of friends that have gone there. Um as far as like there's trail riding there, there's like some deep holes if you want to do like mud bogging type stuff. Um it depends on what you want to do, but Avon, South Dakota, uh supposedly there's an off road park out there that, that really has a lot of fun stuff to do. Um if you want to do like trail riding type stuff. Um, I would definitely recommend 
I would definitely recommend going out to the Black Hills. Um, even if the if that isn't something that you have a trailer or something that you're able to take your your stuff out there, um, I would look at look at a rental. There's there's a lot of really good places that have rentals for ATVs and UTVs. Just ride your four wheeler out there. Yeah, I mean it's only <laughs> 500 miles, so. <laughs> You could make it in a few days or no, a week or so. That's on roads. If you go as the crow flies on your four wheeler, well, right. yeah, be there in no time. Yeah, because I mean, as the crow flies in Interstate <laughs> ninety, isn't the same thing from here. <laughs> but um, also the uh, Lus Hills, Lus Hills. There's a lot of cool roads. Um, if you have, I guess that depends on if you have your vehicle or your ATV or UTV registered to be on the road and insured and yada, yada. Or if you care, you know, if you don't, like I don't, I just take my shit to Hinton all the time or Lamar's to go get stuff whenever I want. If you, if you don't care, just go ride it. It's fun. You know, I'm, there's a lot of stuff in the Lust Hills. Um, a lot of cool roads that that would be good trails for ATVs and UTVs and stuff. But if you're looking to do like mud bog type stuff, um, Talsmas, I think is the name of it. Talsmas ATV park or Talsmas off-road park or something in, in Avon, South Dakota. It's really supposed to be a really cool place. So what about this, uh, douche that you were all excited to tell me about Johnson? Yeah. So, uh, how do I forgot it? Don't be like me, man. No, I'm not like you. I'm trying to think of how to do the the sound effects oh, properly right, for the. Right. It's like woo woo woo. What a douche! <laughs> right, so nailed it. No, is that, <laughs> that's not is even that... close. But we're gonna call. It. Good uh, job. I don't buddy. know how he could possibly <laughs> get that one though. <laughs> it was all at the same time as the right? talking. You know, I couldn't. It's you hard did, to you do did, all at you one did time. Good, bud. You did good. Um, but the the. What a douche for this week. The douche is actually the victim, um, which is a little different uh, than usual. There was mm-hmm. there was a gentleman in Omaha, Nebraska, who <laughs> he was a corrections officer, and he actually has now been arrested for uh, murder. Oh, and, just that little charge. Yeah, just a, a a small little thing called murder. Um where he uh you know, killed That's a just guy. a misdemeanor, right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think this one was. It was like a premeditated deal. So uh and honestly, the guy who killed the guy in my opinion, I don't know, it's maybe an unpopular opinion, but isn't that much of a douche. But the guy who he killed was definitely a douche and um this this happened to be an ex-corrections officer. He used to work in a correctional facility. Um, and he murdered a man who was a repeat offender as a sex offender. Um, he had been arrested in like 2007. And this just happened in the last pedo. couple of weeks. Um, he had been arrested yeah, in the past as... I don't even remember sexual assault to a minor and some other disgusting charges and um this ex corrections officer. So this 
this gentleman who who ended up murdering this pedophile, he was a corrections officer. He dealt with prisoners who were repeat offender sex offenders. He um, was actually a teacher at a school um, when he was arrested. Um, and he dealt a lot with children who were who had dealt with um, being raped and or who were victims of sexual assault. Um, so he he dealt with a lot of children who were victims of sexual assault, and he found out that this gentleman was living in his neighborhood um, from the sex offender list, and. He had, I don't know if he was watching the guy or if he had just driven past or whatever, but he had seen this guy, like, seriously staring down some kids and, like, watching kids and winking at kids and stuff, and he kind of drove around. The guy had a bunch of play playground equipment and shit in his backyard and had no kids, was single, and he just was very upset that this guy was basically just trying to do the same thing that he had got out of prison for doing before. Um, and he shot the guy and he wrote an anonymous email to a bunch of news sources and, um, just a bunch of different news agencies and police agencies in Omaha said that he had done this and, and then came out, um, on Facebook and said that, you know, had admitted guilt to doing it and kind of turned himself in and ended up going, going into the police station and turning himself in. But, um, yeah, it was, it was like really a surprise to like his ex-wife and, you know, his ex-wife had said that he had no violent tendencies. He had, he was a wonderful co-parent to their kids and like was a great dad and, you know, did everything right. He was a really nice guy, was a super nice guy, but she felt that his past as a correctional officer dealing with that particular mm. scenario definitely led to yeah, what he did. Oh, yeah, um, I can see that. So that was something local that I had found that uh, was a little interesting. Down in Omaha, about two hours. Hour and a half yeah. Hours. And... uh yeah, they so the, called dude, him, the they douche called him is like the guy a, that got the killed. vigilante. The douche is the guy that got killed. Yeah, and all and qualifies and as a douche. And all I think he's a little uh, little higher up on the scale. Oh, for definitely higher on the scale than a douche. But I'll put a picture of this worthless piece of shit on, on the screen. Now, um, yeah, he just blows my. I like I I have a hard time feeling bad. You know. I, I, why would anybody feel bad about killing a pedo? Yeah, but th- but anyway, um, another another thing that goes on with this story is that a lot of people are they have like there's like a GoFundMe or like a a a benefit site to donate to this this gentleman who killed this pedophile to like basically post his bail to get him. Out of jail, and it's like I don't, I don't think it works like that. That's a, that's a felony murder charge. You can't just. Uh, I wonder if they'll be have any, enough money. I wonder if they'll get be, out of jail free, right? But I wonder if they'll be like, you know, like you think he's going to prison for like forty years? No, because he'll be out on jury, good behavior. Or, you know, or do you be, think that the jury will take into account 
Oh yeah, I think it'll be. I for sure, hundred percent. I'm pretty sure it'll be a reduced sentence. Yeah, I don't know. No. Murder, but is it murder? Murder? I mean, rig. Because if the guy like yeah, I'm, but it doesn't matter. I mean, you say murder is murder, but the circumstantial. There's a lot of circumstantial, significant circumstantial differences between murder cases. Yeah, that can yeah. that can change the sentencing. In my opinion. I don't know how that goes legally, but in my opinion, I think there's a lot of circumstantial things that could that could change the sentencing. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that dude uh, how that dude uh, gets sentenced. Yeah, it'll be it's yeah, and that's and that's happened real recently. I think that's been the last yeah, it was couple weeks last that, week they, or two that he or was whatever. arrested. Uh, pedophilia, the uh, the disease cured by a twenty cent nine millimeter bullet. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we don't really have any too many uh too many questions. Uh, Come on, we're being losers. <laughs> we only got no no <laughs> no nobody really interested on this Saturday night, I guess. So uh, I feel like it'd be really funny if uh you know Dickweed up there and Hall was asking a bunch of questions, but I know there wouldn't be questions that we could even answer really on the podcast. So. Maybe we just gotta we just gotta stare at him a little bit, <laughs> make it known. Hey, no, hey, no. you guys, questions. We're gonna, <laughs> what? I think we're hey, gonna. What, hey. what, what time? How long we've been doing this? It's like eight thirty now. Yeah, we've been doing this for a couple. Yeah, hours. we got it. We got a nice little episode. I think we're all. I think we'll call her a call her a night. We'll try this again next time. But guys, really, you gotta try better. Honestly, you just have it's to try Saturday harder. Night. People are be people are better. doing shit. Just people be, are doing shit. Just be better. Be so, better uh, than what you are right now. Just be a better person. Maybe 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 the deal is we need to be better. Maybe if no we, no we're incredible. Maybe These if we people, ber- berate them enough hey, about being losers that guys, they'll want to. You bunch vote, of losers over in. here watching. I know you're watching right now. You bunch of losers. Hey. <laughs> Ask us questions. Come on. We asked you to ask Stephen us questions. Stefan says, of don't really care about what guys, di- hey, what the victim Ste- did in the past, speaking which of, I'll speaking agree of, with. Speaking of not caring, Stefan, I don't care what you have to say. You're in too late. You should have asked us questions out an hour ago. So, you know, hey. Well, they have had to just stare at you guys for the last well, hour no, I put so. them on you when, that was, uh, when it was your segment. Oh, great. You'd watch, well, that's they good. Would, could watch me stutter. Yeah. <laughs> stutter through that fucking <laughs> disaster. Well, I, I waited. Uh, I waited uh, until you kind of pulled it together just a little bit. Which, hey, but yeah. hey, fellas, let's go, let's call our night and have a few uh, have a few toddies and uh, maybe go find some supper. But it's been a fun episode. Yeah. I, I enjoyed yeah, it's been, it. It's been a good uh, one. Another another Saturday. And I always enjoy the Saturday night episodes. They're always are, those are always fun. Yeah. Um, but it was it was a fun one. Um, we'll be back in two weeks, obviously. So. Uh, Make sure you make sure you check in, um, and, and and actually we schedule or uh, we put a we po- put a post on, what? on our podcast. Try again. Try one. I feel like I'm that guy on a King of the Hill. No, that show with Jim Jim Carrey. He he's God and he controls that guy. Bruce Almighty. Yeah, yeah, Bruce Almighty. Yeah, I feel like I'm. I feel like I'm the Steve Carey. Doo doo ga poo just word jumbles just come out of my mouth all the time. I can't help it. But we'll be back in two weeks. We publish on the podcast. And my tiny little nipples went to France. My tiny little nipples went to France.
every every week we at least have something and uh on the podcast so um yeah. Every other Wednesday night, we go live on Facebook. Uh, Facebook Live. With Do a little gear, gears and beers. Gears and beers. So make sure you catch us. We there. don't talk about cars, so don't ask. This uh, podcast. I mean, we might, this podcast was sponsored by Ballistic Imagery. So check them out <laughs> on Facebook yeah. and YouTube. Also was sponsored by Shireworks, uh, cer- oh. certified. So make sure you check those out uh, on we gotta, Shireworks. We got a I actually probably really won't be on YouTube bunch. <laughs> Did I mean, well, I thought I, about it, but... Did I say you were on YouTube? You can I, do I tutorials. So. Excuse yeah. me, Ballistic Imagery is on Facebook like, and hey, Instagram. Yeah. You fucking idiots. This I'm is still really trying to, to figure really my shit out, so give me a few weeks, all right? Hey. I'll figure some things out. If you, if Chris, you says, recently, Chris says you want to play poker. Yes, Chris, I want to play yeah, poker. Yeah, let's play yes. poker. Yeah, duh. Hell yeah, schedule it. Uh, Cigars, poker, whiskey. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> My house, says, fine. Stefan says, sorry, I had to listen to, listen to stuttering Timmy for an hour. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's a real, it's a sickness. It is, it is. But yeah, guys, um, <laughs> if if you've recently had a firearm seracoded by Shyworks and you absolutely love how it turned out, you cannot stand not having like, three foot by four foot photos of it posted in your house, contact Ballistic Imagery. He'll he'll take these wonderful photos of this beautiful firearm that Shyworks Shire coated, and he'll, he'll make it look like a million bucks. He'll get you some prints. You can put them up in your house. Guys, trust me, these two do incredible work. You get the Cerakote done by Shyworks. You get the wonderful photos of it done. You know, it's basically just like, you know, dressing your daughter up for prom. You know, you spend all this money on a on a wonderful dress for her. You want to get pictures taken of it, right? So, and then you're obviously going to have to hang them up in your house. So, Box is your guy. Sam is, Sam is your guy to get it coated. Box is your guy to get wonderful pictures taken of it. I mean, you got a, you got a wonderful group here. Shit, man. I feel all special and stuff. God, I don't know what to say. I'm blushing. Well, hey, it's the truth. You got a, you got one guy who does great work. You got two guys who do great work. Hey, you can't go wrong. Well, you well, can't thank go you, wrong. buddy. Well, thank you, buddy. Appreciate that. So yeah, yeah. Um, Facebook dot com slash ballistic imagery. Check it out. So, yeah. um, anyways, guys, like I said, we'll be back in two weeks. Um, and actually, we might have a bonus episode here um, coming in. We got a we got a semi. Semi big. Uh, I've always got a semi. <laughs> semi big star coming up uh, that we're we're gonna have on the the podcast. We're pretty excited about. So stay tuned for that. And uh, guys, thanks for tuning in. Um, yeah, he says. Uh, Box, Stephen Box is not your guy for storytelling. Well, neither is Sambo. We we both. Hey, uh, I just wasn't prepared tonight. All right. <laughs> Let me sit down and study the shit for three or four hours, and I'll be good to go. Yeah. The Shires are the Shire boys are not uh, not storytellers. Not I just, just off the cuff. Stutter and stammer my uh, my Elsa, way through I'll, shit. I will say not off the cuff. Anyways, guys, it's been fun. Um, like I said, four times now. We'll be back in two weeks. We're gonna, we're, <laughs> you're really gonna have to close this yeah, out. I hope you guys have all. a fantastic night. Um, it's Saturday night. Enjoy yourself. Until we talk to you next time, remember, life short, live free. God bless. Ask more questions, losers.